podcast. Two New Yorkers, a thousand opinions. This is Evelyn. And this is James. So Ev, it's been a while since we've chit-chatted. What do you got for me today? Talk to me. You missed me, didn't you? Uh, well, I hate to admit it, but I did, but I'll never say it to your face. So I'm going to turn the computer screen off so you can't see my face, but yeah, I did miss you. Yeah. I was a little, I'm a little jealous about uh, Linda, I have to say. Mm, oh, because say. I am traveling with Linda, been here in New Orleans for two weeks. Yeah, and uh, you got another friend there too. Hmm. Richard, my beloved Richard from New Orleans, yes. But I digress because you were telling me the other day that some of the listeners have been wondering what we're up to. And since our second season isn't going to be published till around December 4th, uh, we thought we'd throw this guy up there as a bonus episode. But uh, uh, what have you been hearing? Um, I've been hearing that uh, I had one from our friend Anna who said, what would she do on Wednesdays without listening to us? Because she misses us. So shout out to Evel, or to Anna, sorry. Uh, shout out to Anna. And um, so here you are, Anna. This one, we're going to dedicate this to you. You're our okay. favorite. I can't say favorite listener. I will say you are one of the listeners that... The minute it's published, I see that you listen to us. So thank you for that, Anna. Um, yeah, and I got another one. Uh, a gentleman from the Ukraine is now listening to us. And what? Asked, Can you imagine? That's our newest country. And we have 28 countries in total, 1,438 listens, listeners, and we're on nine platforms now. Oh, I, you know, we're like on fire. We are on fire. So this gentleman in um, Ukraine said he enjoys our podcast and welcome to Ukraine. And Mr. Ukraine, thank you for listening. And I don't know if this is politically incorrect, but I hope your windows don't have bars on them. <laughs> no, she didn't. I can't believe you went there, but... It's a fair statement to make, <laughs> I have to say, honestly, but whatever. So what have you been up to? Now, tell our listeners, you're in New Orleans. I'm in Connecticut, and I, as I roll my eyes, but I was in New York City last night. Uh, so what's going on in New Orleans, and why do you go there every year? Oh, this is actually 20 years that we've been coming down. We spent two weeks down here. We're here for... Halloween. Um, it's Linda's birthday is on October 25th and all her life she celebrated her birthday. She always had a Halloween birthday and you know she's all about Halloween. I've spoken about this on other podcasts that uh, she her house is incredible and anyway <laughs> I should post up some stuff, I will, on our Facebook page and Instagram on her house. But uh, anyway, so we decided to start coming down here. We started with one week years and years ago, and then uh, it morphed to two weeks, and uh, that's what we do. We spend uh, the Halloween holiday, in air quotes, uh, down here and have a ball. I've been posting some stuff up 
on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we just, it's wonderful. We've made friends here. Uh, our beloved Richard, as we mentioned before, is one of them. And I think we know him for about five years and uh, we always get together and it's a party town and it's music and the food incredible. Needless to say, my zero carb uh, diet went out the window the minute my plane landed. But um, it's worth going off a little bit. And, you know, uh, it's interesting. We do drink quite a bit, but not as much as we used to. So we're realizing that time is catching up with us a little bit. Or maybe we're getting more mature. I don't know. Is that possible? <laughs> I, I don't know if that's possible. But yeah, so we're having a ball here. We, we were hoping you were going to come this year. So maybe we'll figure this out for next year. Uh, anyway, so jazz, uh, you know, Zydeco, uh, Second Lines, food, jambalaya, you name it. So that's us in a nutshell. And uh, right, so I know you're jealous that Linda is here and you're not. But. I, I, I'm really jealous of her. And I'm, I'm, I was actually literally tempted to get on a plane Monday and just Ooh. go down there and surprise you and say, enough. I need, <laughs> like, I need to be in these pictures. Y'all are having a good time. And like, why am I not here? And then I said, <laughs> No, because actually I checked the airfares and it was like $800 and to fly oh, coach. Yeah. Because of the last minute booking, but I will 100% try next year to go there. But what is your favorite, I don't want to say, what is your favorite place to go, whether it's a restaurant or a, a bar or whatever? Shout out to that person, place. Well, I want to shout out to a few people. So some of the excellent restaurants here, uh, a favorite is really hard. Like last night, Richard took us to uh, the Troubadour Hotel. It, I think it's considered the warehouse district. It's on the other side of Canal. It's not in the quarter or the marining. And they have a rooftop bar called the Monkey Board. We had never been. It was a lot of fun. We didn't eat there. We just had drinks, but it was beautiful. The sunset was less than fabulous because it's overcast, but it was still wonderful to be up there. So that was a lot of fun. So those are the sorts of things. But just walking through the city is spectacular. I mean, the French Quarter never disappoints. Uh, you know, we, now that we've been coming so so many years, we really avoid the touristy, touristy, trappy areas. Like, for instance, uh, people always want to get beignets at the Café du Monde. It's very famous. They're very good. They're open 24-7 there on Decatur Street. But literally the best beignets in New Orleans are Loretta's Original pr pr Pralines. It's, that's the name of her shop. And uh, she, the, the, the beignets are incredible. And she's got a variety, uh, not only of beignets, but other baked goods, obviously pralines. But uh, savory, like yesterday we went there for breakfast and we had uh, egg, cheese, and sausage 
beignets. Like, I, I got to tell you, it's like something out of this world. So those are the things that having been here for so long and knowing local people, having good friends here that direct us to these places. Now, Loretta's uh, bakery, shop, restaurant, cafe, I don't know which one to call it, is on uh, Frenchman Street and North Rampart. And that's in the Marigny. But she also has a little uh, shop in the French market in the French Quarter. So anybody visiting New Orleans, they should go there. The other thing I love is the art. There's art everywhere. And not only in shops, but out on the street. You know, you go to Jackson Square Park and all around the perimeter of the park, there's these local artists and they're exhibiting their wares. Linda bought uh, two pieces from a gentleman. His name is Stuart Wright Jr. Uh, at his, he's at Junkyard Stew Art. And uh, they're really great pieces. They're like um, very Halloween-y. Maybe Halloween-y is pigeonholing him too much. But they're like, it's a skeleton and then like kind of like a, a spooky guy. But his stuff is great. And he uses only recycled materials. Um, there's another, uh, there's a guy in the French Quarter. His name is Rico Salas. And he makes... Uh, his art is all about the, you know, the mask, the skeleton mask and all oh, the dogs and cats yeah. and women. And Linda bought another piece. You know, I might put it up on our Facebook as well. Anyway, so those are the things. So just the city in general, but the restaurants. I mean, you can't go wrong. Kingfish, uh, Muriel's, we didn't have such a great experience this year because I think the service was go gone down a little bit. But the food is excellent. And uh, so there's so many places to go. I recommend, you know, and we do that when we travel, you and I. We recommend that people go off the beaten path, right? Because, yeah. you know, that's an important part of, uh, you know, experiencing wherever you're traveling to. But uh, New Orleans has my heart, you know. Yeah, anyway. and we've been over there for so long. Uh, so good. I'm glad you're having a good time. Again, I'm a little jealous, but I'll get over it. Well, I love when you text me. I don't like that you have other friends. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I did do that uh, on several occasions, actually. <laughs> and then when she's out in the world and we meet somebody that's her friend, I'm like, well, I thought I was the only friend. Why do you have other friends? <laughs> but, of course, I'm allowed to have a thousand friends, but she's not. Well, we can discuss, you know, when you're traveling and the first friend you call to accompany you to, oh, I don't know, let's see, the Azores is not me, uh, but, you know, I'm not bitter or anything. No, of course not. You've only mentioned it 20 times on the three podcasts since I got back from the Azores, but whatever. I can tell you're not bitter. And I guess I shouldn't bring up the fact that I'm driving to Montreal in December with a friend of mine for three nights. Oh, okay. Well, but you'll bye. be... 
Where are you going to be uh, early December? I think you're back in Florida, I think, aren't you? Right. We are in Spain in November, and then December 3rd, we fly back to Florida. And we're in Florida until we leave on our cruise. We're going on a cruise, uh, December 27th, right? I think it's 28th. something like that. Yeah. I don't have the dates memorized. <laughs> I just know when I have to get on the plane. Um, oh, oh, but you know what we should talk about? It's our trip to London that we have not shared. We did not. We had the absolute best time. So I arrived in London a couple of days before they did, and then I left a couple of days before they did. I, and it was my fault with the dates. I got them all mixed up because I just got them mixed up. So we did. I, I convinced Evelyn and her husband, Eric, to, this is for our listeners, to go on the eye, the London uh, eye. Which I call the wheel. It's the a wheel. wheel. <laughs> it's a wheel. Let's face it, it's like a big Ferris wheel. I don't know why they call it the eye, quite frankly, because those types of um, Ferris wheels, if you will, are all over the world. I've been on the one in Singapore. There's one um, in London. And I want to say there's one someplace in... I can't remember where. I've, oh, Montreal. I was just in Montreal. I did it in Montreal. So they have them all over the world, and I do enjoy them. But I sort of twisted their arms to go on it because I said, you have to do it at least once. Uh-huh. I've done it. Every time I'm there with a niece or a nephew or I'm visiting a friend that's never been there, I take the eye with them because it's just a thing to do. 45 minutes, you won't die, and it's cute. I do not agree and now having experienced it, you know, look, I think there's three million other things to do and touristy things have never been my thing. And I just suffered through that whole thing. <laughs> and then an you're, jammed, and you're jammed in this little pod with people you don't know. And, you know, I don't do well with people I don't know. I did ask for a private pod, and if they're not busy, they will do it for you. In Montreal, I asked the guy, and he's like, yeah, we're not busy. It's fine. So you flip him a $10 bill, ding, you're done. You get your private pod. Well, <laughs> and I've done that in London, too, but this time they really were busy this time. I think this is a, I don't know. It was just that. Um, but anyway, so then I took Evelyn and Eric to Chinatown. I don't think you've been to Chinatown in London before, have you? Had never been. I've no. never been. So I have a favorite restaurant there, and it's called Superstar. I, don't know I loved Star, it. But they have really good food. Anyone that goes to London and you love Chinese food like we do, go to Superstar. Big shout out to them. Friendly service, great food. Um, so every time I'm in London, I try to go there and I'm going to London again, like in two weeks, I think. Um, and then I'm going to meet you in Spain. Yeah. You should tell our listeners about this gentleman that we met, uh, Greg from Santa and Santa Rosa, California. One night in the Marriott bar, we were having snacks and I guess a drink, um, and you struck up, no, I struck up a conversation with this gentleman, and then you took over. What did he teach you? What do you mean I took over? Well, so that was the Marriott Kensington, right? The Marriott Kensington, correct. Nice hotel, by the by. Totally being renovated as we speak. 
Well, he was working, so he had his laptop on the bar, and we were sitting at a table just uh, just a little bit away from him. You started chit-chatting with him. Uh, he's a, I don't know, he's a runner. I don't know what you people were talking about. Or <laughs> I don't care. He was and, a runner. And then, <laughs> and then we, um, I don't know, started talking about the weather because the weather, when, oh, that was the other thing with this London Eye debacle. <laughs> debacle <laughs> what a word all right whatever so we get out of this london eye and we no and then we went on the boat trip i don't know i don't know what the the sequence was when we get out and we're walking to the tube it starts pouring rain like pouring like you can't even believe pouring so anyway we all get wet jim's was squishing <laughs> my sneakers were soaked my feet were yeah, they were wet. And I had, it was a nice morning when we left. I had shorts on and the wind, the rain and the wind were coming sideways. So I uh, was drenched getting on to the subway. Sorry, go ahead. So we were ta t telling this gentleman, what was his name again? Uh, Greg. Greg, we were just chit-chatting, and I said, oh, this weather, and we got stoked. So he said, oh, you should have this. I check my uh, app, and I said, what app is this? And he goes, Met Office, M-E-T, Office, O-F-F-I-C-E. I said, well, that doesn't sound like a weather app. I don't know if it's something else. So anyway, we got on my apps. I got, I downloaded. I got to tell you, he was right. Now, it's, Met Office is a UK weather app, but I was able to plug in New Orleans and I uh, have been using it while I'm here. And it was very, very accurate. And by the way, the rain is following me because the first week we were here, it poured. And, oh, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, my friends from Florida, Chris and Sandy, shout out, hey. Anyway, they, they joined us for that weekend. Those poor girls, I mean, they're troopers. We were walking in the street, and it was just like buckets were falling. And it was cold here, too, which is so unusual for New Orleans. It was like in the mornings, it was 40 degrees. But anyway, I digress. Met Office Weather app helped me because I was able to say, okay, here's what's good. Here's what this. It tells you the actual uh, degrees and what it feels like, the precipitation, and other stuff that I really don't care. But my husband, Eric, loves all this two points. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, it tells you that as well. So thank you, sir. That was a lovely suggestion. And I hope actually he's listening to us because we did give him one of our cards. Yes, we did. And uh, I'm sure he's listening. He's, uh, he's a worldwide travel. I thought that we traveled a lot in our business career. That boy travels much more mm. than we did. I think he's on the road like 200 days a year. I mean, it's yeah. just crazy. But a very nice guy. And I'm glad that I struck up the conversation with him. And I'm glad you took over. And we got that useful information. Well, you know, sometimes I have to, you know, get in there and take charge. <laughs> it was fine. It was cute, actually. <laughs> and your husband was sitting right there. And he got into the conversation, too. We all did. We actually had a very nice. And I just pulled up that app. And the first thing that pops up is Earl's Court, London, because that's where we were when we 
signed up for this app or when we downloaded the app. Oh, so that's it. Cause Earl's Court. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's 50 degrees in uh, London right now for our listeners yeah. in the UK. You know what it is. And you know we're um, going to be using that in Spain as well. That's right. So um, you go to Spain every year uh, this particular week in the year in November, and you've been doing it for a good 20 years, correct? I think actually this year will be our 21st year. Wow. We go for Thanksgiving. I do not like to celebrate Thanksgiving. Look, I don't want to make this a political thing and a whole social thing. I just don't agree with the whole thing. So just let me be happy and healthy. I will do me and everybody in the world could do them. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so anyway, so I avoid Thanksgiving and that's what really why we go. And so actually on Thanksgiving Day, we're in some seaside eatery off the Mediterranean having paella or fish or something. So it's really quite cute. So it's so funny is that Pat... And I have been there once with you, and now I'm going this time by myself. It'll just oh, be me. We're going to miss him. I know. But he started a new job and saving up those vacation days so we can go on the cruise in December. What can I say? Mm. Uh, but I, have, I had a little communication with your niece, who is also joining us. Shout out to my girl, Sandra. And you know I do it, we've spoken about this on the show, we've spoken about it in real life as well, so you know I do an itinerary for every trip I go on. So I sent her a message yesterday looking for her email address so that somebody who pays attention to everything will have a copy of my schedule. Oh, dear. And you know what? I'm going to shred it the minute I get it. <laughs> See, that's why I didn't want you to be the only one to have it because I knew you wouldn't pay attention to it. And then it's going to, a copy of it, a hard copy in this day of digital day, world, you're going to actually print one out and put it in your book? 100%. That book is going to be my, um, my legacy, if you will. And I wish I had every single trip in there, but I didn't start doing this until the early 90s, late 80s. And, you know, I threw out the ones that you sent me, so. Oh, dear. Anyway, so shout out to Sandra. Thank you for taking that job on. She's very excited about going to uh, Spain with us, and I'm excited yeah. about it, too. It'll be the first time I've traveled with her. Oh, that's right. Dustin, well, this will be the... Oh, Sandra, please don't hate me. I think this will be the fourth year that you'll be joining us. Wow. So they've been with us the past four trips. Or, yeah, this will be the fourth, I think. I'm pretty sure it's our fourth. And we also have uh, Eric's cousins from Norway, Yoon and Ingrid. They're going to be joining us, and they've been quite a few times with us. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, I changed my return date yesterday. I have to leave on Saturday instead of Sunday. But I'm going to, and I did it purposely, I'm staying at the Marriott at Heathrow Airport for one night to compare it to the Renaissance. Oh, all right. So, because we usually stay at the Renaissance. At right. Yeah. All right. So, you, you will be reporting that to us. I will certainly. Oh, my. And, but also, the thing, the London trip, we're going all over the place. But, you know, we're a little, we're a little rusty. It's so exciting doing this again. <laughs> 
We, we love we our listeners. That. Well, how many listeners do we have now? Uh, I, you know, it's so funny that I checked while I was, you know, chit-chatting with you and our listeners. We're up to 1,445. Wow. All over the world. And, oh, please All tell us the, the countries world. again, kind sir. <laughs> you like when I read them off, don't you? I do. <clears throat> but I also have to say is that I work out at a gym in, um, in Connecticut, and I've been leaving the business cards on um, on this table that they have at the gym, and our listeners for Connecticut have gone up considerably. I just want to Ooh, say. Well, you know, I've um, been talking up, but I always leave cards. Let me see what... Uh, what your state, New Orleans, Louisiana. Louisiana? Oh, well, we have one percent from Louisiana. It's a start. <laughs> oh my God, listeners! If you just could see that face of his, with his holier than thou, it's a start, darling. Well, of course, Connecticut has nine percent of the United States listeners, but whatever. I'm not going to brag. So here we are. I'm just going <laughs> to. Over that real quickly. Uh, obviously, we have the United States. We have Norway, Algeria. I just love that we have someone there. Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, Guam, Peru, Puerto Rico, Israel, Iran. I just love that Iran. Uh, Spain, Portugal, Colombia, Denmark, Austria, Myanmar. Oh my God! Formerly Burma. Uh, Belgium, Mexico, Italy, Ireland, Switzerland, Jamaica, Turkey, Brazil, Greece, and the British Virgin Islands. Wow. And then in the U.S., we have many states, don't we? We do. Let me just pull that up because we need oh, to know. Oh, you love these statistics, don't you? I do. It's so crazy. Uh, Florida has the highest at 26%. New York at 14%. Connecticut at 9%. New Jersey at 7%. Then we've got California, Utah, Wisconsin, Illinois, Oregon, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Georgia, Wyoming, Texas, the state of Washington, Missouri, Pennsylvania, Colorado, Virginia, Tennessee, uh, Washington, D.C., Ohio, Arizona, New Hampshire, Michigan, West Virginia. Oh, my God, this is so long. Maryland, Maine, South Carolina, Idaho, Delaware, Arkansas, Alaska, Kentucky, Kansas, Louisiana, Rhode Island, and Indiana. Wow. And, you know, you said <laughs> Illinois. Mm. Illinois. Oh, you say it different. <laughs> Illinois. So perhaps that listener is the officer who gave me that speeding ticket. It probably is because he probably feels guilty about giving it to you. But and tell our I listeners what happened after you got the ticket. Oh, so um, they send you a thing that says you could go online to take a defensive driving course. And if you do that and you pass it, of course, which I did 92%, thank you. Um, that they don't put points on your license. Oh, now, so that's a good thing. So you took it. I took it. I passed it and paid a lot of money. And I think you had asked me, well, do they put points on a Florida license if you get a ticket in 
Illinoising? I have to say I really don't know. So it's hashtag Evelyn Google. Uh, let's say yes, because I don't know. But I did spend a lot of money. But <laughs> listen, I did the crime. I got to do the time. Mm, but oh. you learned your lesson. It's a lesson in life. Now, it's does a it, lesson. Does your husband let you drive anymore? Because <laughs> I'm sure he's afraid you're going to get another speeding ticket. Okay. Uh, back a little, take a step back. <laughs> does my husband let me drive? Yes. Oh, you don't know who you're talking to, honey. Mm. Mm. Well, he has no choice. But, uh, yeah, I think every time he kind of looks like, you know, Leadfoot Lizzie is over here. So <laughs> I Leadfoot Lizzie, I love that. Oh, you learned a lesson. But I have good. to say, it was a very good experience taking that online course because I refreshed my memory about a lot of the rules of the road. It's, listen, it's not the worst thing you could do in your, in your life. Now, I had to pay for it because I am, uh, I guess I'm the uh, perpetrator or the, the rule breaker or the criminal or however you want to call me. But I understand that um, if you're over 50, you could do AARP and it's either free or $10 to take that course or it's even worth paying. I don't know if it's how much it is. You have to check it out, but your insurance for your car, get, you get a discount if you hmm. take that course. All right, I'll have to look into it. Now, Eric called our car insurance and said, my lovely wife just took this defensing driving course. Will you give us a discount? And the gentleman said, oh, yes, of course. Which course did you take? Then the, a couple questions. He's writing everything down. So then he says, well, was, did, was it a result of her having gotten a ticket a moving violation is that why she took the course and of course he said yes and then he goes eh, sorry that's not uh they're not going to give me the the discount for that because i did it because they forced me to but i can go back through aarp or whatever and if i take it they uh they will give us discounts so anyway Listeners, check that out. And it's always good to be a good defensive driver. Look at me. I sound like I'm a poster. <laughs> you're a poster mean? child for defensiveness. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You're a uh, yeah, poster child for that. And, yes, I, I'm glad that you learned a lesson. Our listeners know that I think you can do almost anything in life, but as long as you learn the lesson not to do it again, oh, it's fine. God, it's you have fine. your Uncle James face on. Yeah, of course I do, because that's what I'm famous for. And I did see my favorite nephew yesterday. I won't say his name, because then the other nephews will be like, hey, I thought I was a favorite. They just don't realize that they're all my favorite. And I say, <laughs> I say that when I first came into Pat's family, I would say something like that. And they'd be like, he'd be like, don't say that to them. And then now they say it to me. Everybody loves it. Ooh, well, yeah. I don't think you could have more than one favorite, I guess, but... It is what it is. It is what it is. All right. You I do, do you. you. <laughs> She's so crazy. You do you. I do me. And Pat and I say it all the time now. Um, I just want to do one other thing. A shout out to Pat's Uncle Nunzi, who is 90 years old. Oh, happy birthday, Uncle Nunzi. We went to see him on uh, Monday for a late lunch. Had a fabulous time, as always. And at one point, he said something about... 
oh, he has a new great grandchild, his first great grandchild. And he said, you know, I don't know how many, how many more years do I have before I see the next great grandchild? Something like that. And it was like a little joke. And I said to him, from now on, just say you're going to die with triple digits. And that's my new thing. I am going to die with triple digits. Simple as that. I don't care if it's 100 or 105 or 115 or 140. I'm going to die. So by the end of the day, he was saying the same thing. He's like, well, I'll be around for triple digits now. Oh, good for him. Well, I believe in that. I, you give it out to the universe. It brings it back. And you should be healthy and, you know, all of that stuff. Correct. Triple digits and, you know. So but, happy uh, triple digits to everybody, and let's all yeah. make a plan to be here for at least 100 years. Let's make the plan. That's but a now plan. I see that we are out of time. This was fun, James. We missed our listeners, and I actually missed talking to you this way. Really? Did you ever? I actually I said that on air. Thank God. So it's in recording and it's recorded for life. It'll <laughs> never go away. Even when <laughs> we're past our triple digits, it'll be four digits. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so thank you for listening to our listeners. And you all say? I say, remember, never keep your opinions to yourselves. Again, I say thank you for listening and check out our Facebook, Twitter, what else we have instagram we have all these platforms check us out i know she just gave me a look Um, check us out send us a message and we will see in air quotes you at the early part of december yes ciao 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 for now bye y'all